Welcome to I Got Her Six, the podcast that dives deep into the stories of resilience, courage, and camaraderie. I'm your host, J.R. Bell, and together, we'll explore the journeys of those who've faced adversity head-on and emerged stronger. Join me as we uncover the unspoken bonds that connect us all. Hey, everybody, this is I, your one and only, your Professor Dr. Emetrius J.R. Bell. This is the News in Review. In the news today, President Joseph R. Biden and his wife, Mrs. Biden, were at Dover Air Force Base this week because of three service members that were brought back home to have for their homecoming. Our thoughts and prayers are out to the family members who lost their lives over there. They were at a remote outpost over there on the border, on the demilitarized zone border, on the border, and um, a drone attack. Um, killed them. Three service members lost their lives. All three of them were U.S. Army sergeants. We want a special shout out to all of them and say hua and hua and hua to you. Your orders have been changed. You're now getting into the formation up in heaven where you will be standing there guarding the post. To all those men and women out there in harm's way in the world, we want to say thank you for your service. A lot of people, the simplest thing you can do is to say thank you. That's what I ask. I ask you to do one thing, just say thank you for your service. A lot of these men and women out there who put their lives in harm's way are doing it at a time when we are all volunteer force. This military that we have today is an all-volunteer force. These are people that volunteered to get into the United States Army. Navy, Air Force, Marines, Coast Guard, and Space Force, which is the Guardians, and also the U.S. Coast Guard also as well. I think I said Coast Guard. But those are the military and the Merchant Marines. We want to say for those active duty and reservists, as well as National Guard, don't ever forget about them. Thank you for your service, for keeping us safe. Because remember, freedom isn't free. Also remember, in the news also today, Biden faces faces key tests in South Carolina as he runs for his election. This is the term where he's running for re-election because he is the seating, he is the national sitting president. So that means that he is the one that is the front runner. If he decides not to run, then they'll start getting other presidents, other people to run. But in, but for now, he is the sitting president, so he is the one that is the front runner for the Democratic uh, Party to run for president along with his vice president, which is Vice President Kamala Harris. It doesn't matter whether you are a Democrat or Republican, conservative, liberal, um, or outsider, independent, or whatever. He's the sitting president. You have to respect the man. You may not like his policies. You may not like what he's doing, but you got to respect him. On On a somber note, I say somber because I'm going to tell you something that you should need to hear and understand. A lot of people will sit there and criticize the president and say, well, the president didn't do this and the president didn't do that. Listen, the president of the United States is not the person who makes the laws. He's the one that oversees the laws. So if a certain bill didn't get passed, it's not the president's fault. It's the House and the Senate, the House of Legislation and the Senate. You got you got the House of Senate, you got the House of Legislators, which is all the congressmen and stuff. They're the ones that make a law or whatever. They sit there and get together. The Republicans and Democrats all get together and they, and they sit there and they debate on it. And then they put it to a vote. 
and it has a two-thirds majority of the votes in order for it to pass. Meaning that if it's like, let's say, a bunch of Democrats wants this bill to get passed, and a bunch of Republicans don't want this bill to get passed, and they all vote, and let's say, say maybe 10% of the Republicans say, yeah, I'll pass it. But 90% of them of the, of the Republicans say, no, I don't want it passed. So that kind of tells you how it sways. So not everything is falls on the president. But the president is usually what they call the escape goat. That's what the president is. He's the escape goat. Because everything falls on him. It's like a good example. Um, a good example and a good analogy that I always will tell people. It's like running a company. It's like running a business or a restaurant. Let's say you run a restaurant. You're the owner of this restaurant. This is how... I'm going to tell you how you can look at it when you want to know about the running for president and why the president's the way the president is and what they say. So the president is like the running of this restaurant. He owns this restaurant. He's, he's the CEO. He runs this restaurant. He goes in there. He does everything. He hires all these people to run his restaurant. And he goes and he does what he's supposed to do. He does books. He makes sure everybody gets paid. He makes sure all the things that are checks and balances crosses his crosses his T's and dots the I's to make sure everyone gets paid. Then, all of a sudden, one person in his business, like one person in the restaurant decides, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna be a dirt bag or shit bag. That person messes up and ruins up, ruins his restaurant by doing something he wasn't supposed to be doing, he or she. But guess what happens? Everything falls on that person who owns that restaurant. That's like the president. So no matter what happens, Everything falls on the president. It's the president's fault for this is not happening. It's the president's fault for this. The president's fault for that. True. That's what everybody says. It's the pre- Why didn't the president do this? The president can only do so much. Because they, because back in the early days of the founding fathers, when this country was being formed, they put into law, they put into charter law that the president is, a, is nothing but a, a figure, a person who's a figure that, that can go around and say, I represent the United States of America. He doesn't have the, he doesn't have the power. That's what a lot of people think that the president has. The president doesn't. The only thing the president has, he has the power of veto, and he has the power of the executive orders. That's the president. Nothing else. But the president also does one thing. He goes out and he speaks on the American people and tells us, the American people, this is what going on and what happens and this and this and this bill and this and this is how the economy is going. Like like the president will say, the economy's doing really good. I, I, I strengthening the laws. I, I'm making, creating new jobs. Here's what he's meaning. He's looking at statistics. Former president, um, former president Barack Obama said this best. When I when I was president, you can look at the you can look at the um, the, the analytics, the statistics. It says I created this many jobs. Reality is it's not about that. People look at one thing. They don't look at the undertones of what goes on and everything that happens. They don't look at that. What they look at is, have you did? Why didn't you pass this bill? Why didn't the president give us our reparations, our 40 acres and a mule? Why didn't you do this? Well, he only could do so much because no matter what he does, because he's a Democrat, the Republicans are going to block everything he tries to do. Even, let's turn the table. Let's say he was a Republican president. The same thing that, that this president's doing, it'll happen to a Republican president. Let's say it's an independent president. 
or it's one of those green party presidents or the purple party president or the blue party. Let's say it's a purple party president, the blue party, the red party, the orange party. It doesn't matter what color of the person or the green party. It doesn't matter. Whoever's in office, if he doesn't have enough people to support him, it's going to get it's going to get kicked back. And it's going to get blocked. Now, here's something that you need to know when it comes to being a, when it comes about passing a bill. Let's say I'm a sen- let's say I'm a, I'm a I'm a senator. We'll use senators. Senators are more powerful than congressmen, even though congressmen are, are important. But let's say I'm a senator, and I had this bill. This bill is a bill for my state. Eh, we'll pick a good. We'll pick a really good, hard rocking state that really can use good say. Let's say I am a senator from. I I I'm, I was born in Missouri. We're not gonna use Missouri. No, I say I'm from. Well, okay, we'll use Texas. I'm from Texas. Good state. I like that state. Really good state. Economy is really low. Economy's booming. Everything's going, but cost of living is about to go up because more people are moving there because the cost of living is low. But as more people move there, the economy is going to go up. I got this bill. I want to give back. I want to. This this bill is supposed to help for low income, those that are less fortunate. Supposed to give them better things like more education, more. More money for schooling, more money for equipment, for schools and stuff. Guess what? I go in and I talk to all my senators that are that are in my party. Let's say I'm a Democrat. I'm not. We're going to use Democrat because I like to use the Democrats because they're more easy to use. I'm a Democrat um, senator and I want this bill to get passed for the state of Texas. Here's what, here's what happens. This senator will say, you want that bill passed? Sign, on, sign off on this bill. I sign on your bill. So he gets like, he has to go around, I have to go around and get a lot of votes. So say I get 40, 40, I get like 80, I get like 50% in my favor. Okay, now there's 50% that's not going to be in my favor. So I got to change the tide. I got to swing that gavel to where the lever, where the halls of justice goes more on my side on a scale. So it's 50%, so it's even. 50% will say yes, 50% will say no. So now I got to go and I got to get some Republicans. I get a bunch of Republicans. They're like, no, no, no. But then I get a bunch of other Republicans say, if you sign off on my bill, whatever bill it is, I will sign on yours. And then I get enough votes to where it gets passed. Then it becomes law because I got enough votes to make it law. So when they do sign off on it, it gets law. Boom, done. Now that bill gets passed. But on the flip side, all those ones that I did, that I said I would sign on their bill, I have to sign on their bill. Even though I may not agree, like there may be a bill to say, we're going to give more money to Ukraine. Even though I didn't want to give money to Ukraine, but I signed off of it because I wanted my bill passed. Or I'm going to give money to help Planned Parenthood. I didn't want to do that. But guess what? I have to because I signed off. I, I just call, I owe them a favor. They did me a favor. They call it, you did me a solid. Now I got to do you a solid. And that's the thing about when it comes to, that's the thing about laws. In the, in the high court system, and then you have the Supreme Court justice of the United States that that oversees a lot of things like Roe v. Wade and stuff like that. Listen to this. This is something that you need to understand. The Supreme Court can can overturn a lot of things, and they've been doing that. Sometimes it's also good in our favor, but also bad in our favor. Like when they overturned Roe v. Wade, they said they wanted that to be. They want the federal government to bring it back to the states. 
Let the states dictate what they can and cannot do. And they did that, and guess what happened? People got mad. Why? Because they want the government to control. They, the Supreme Court said, no, we don't want to control it. We want the states to control it. States were like, okay, fine. And But see, the problem is, if you're in a state where you got a governor that's a Republican or a governor that's a senator, I mean a Republican, and you got a governor that's a Democrat that does not align with your views, and it sometimes it could backfire. It, it, it has happened. There are certain states where there are senators and congressmen that have been trying to get bills passed, can't get it passed because they don't have enough allies. That's the thing like that about when it comes to laws. Now you know about laws. We're done on that one. Also, in the news today, there's a lawsuit alleges Dunkin' Donuts was discriminating against, uh, against the lactose intolerant customers. That's true. Yes, there's a lawsuit going against that. There's also another lawsuit that's going on right now that a lot of McDonald's, a lot of McDonald workers are trying to file lawsuits against the franchises because franchise people are cutting hours. Because franchises said they cannot afford to pay employees in certain, like in the state of California, a lot of, lot of, lot of franchise owners cannot afford to pay the McDonald's workers and fast food workers and a lot of small business workers. They can't. One, one restaurant said, owner said, I cannot afford to pay my employees 20 bucks an hour. So what I had to do, I had to cut the hours. I had to cut hours. And he ended up cutting hours. And then he ended up doing this. He ended up cutting hours and he ended up having his family, his family come there and work for free to, to offset the hours because he needed employees because he can't afford to pay them. So he had to hire, he had to, get his, he had to get his family to work for free. A lot of companies are doing it. And some companies actually close their doors because they can't afford to, I can't afford to pay you 20 bucks an hour. So I got to shut this place down. Sorry. That's the problem right now. The everybody's happy that minimum wage is going up to 20 bucks an hour, but the cost of living hasn't went down. It's still going up. So as wages go up, cost of living is going up. And a lot of people are complaining about that. Seriously, they're complaining about that. Also, in the weather, what's going on on the East Coast, like a Northeastern and on the East Coast, the heavy storms and stuff along the East Coast and along the Southern routes, there's heavy torrential rains, high density snow, and high winds. Also, coming up in this next couple of months, we're going into the weather season, which is the high spring season coming around will be Tornado Alley, high storms, more or less certain states. If you live in a certain state in the southern areas like around Florida, Mississippi, Arkansas, Alabama, um, Colorado, um, not Colorado, Oklahoma, Kansas, Missouri, those areas right there, Illinois, those are areas are what you call uh, Indiana. Those are what you call Tornado Alley, and those are heavy torrential storm areas that the storms are going to be reaching up. So this is the time, to, if you are in those states and in those areas, prepare yourself. If you're also in states like California and the southern, like in SoCal, prepare yourself. Stock up on batteries. Get some battery power um, um, cell phone, uh, battery power packs for your cell phone. Make sure you have plenty of candles, have pl plenty of water. If you know that it's going to be a heavy storm and you know that the power might go out, this is what I, word of wisdom, do this. This will help you, save you time. Take your bathtub, scrub it out, clean it out, bleach it out. Make sure it's clean. Fill that sucker up with water. Plug it, fill it with water. 
That's fresh water for y'all can drink. It's not for you to take a bath for you to drink out of. You want some fresh drinking water because the power goes out or the grid shuts down. And then also get some, make sure you have plenty of um, bags of ice. Have that in the freezer in case the power goes out. You got ice that can keep your food and stuff. Because you, you went grocery shopping and you filled your refrigerator up and freezer full of food. Limit the amount of time you go. I noticed this a lot that happens. When the power goes out, people keep going in the refrigerator, going in the fridge, just going in there. Power's out. And they're just opening the fridge. Limit that. Limit things like that. Have bottled water on hand so that people can drink fresh water. You don't want to use the tub. Get bottled water. Protect yourself. Make sure you get enough stuff to kind of weather over. Get a lot of ready-to-eat food. Foods in a can. Buy a bag of buy a bag of charcoal. If you live in a house or an area that has a you got a grill, get bags of charcoal, stack up so that you can have something. So if you gotta cook some food, you can cook it on the grill. You know, go back old school. Learn, do stuff, alright? Alright, now, this is something I wanna throw in. I wanna tell you about something you need to do. It's called a DYI. Listen, if you don't know how to fix something, hop on YouTube. Hop on um, YouTube, hop on um, uh, Venmo, uh, not, not, yeah, not Vine, yeah, um, yeah, Venmo, not Venmo, Venmo's for your, um, thanks, <coughs> excuse me, hop on, hop on YouTube, good one, and start looking up videos on how to do stuff, start learning how to do, be a do-it-yourselfer, learn how to repair stuff, save your money, this is the time of the, for the economy, that you want to become a do-it-yourselfer. Learn how to do things for yourself. Because when you do things for yourself, you, you'll save more money. If you got, like, your kids, if you got kids, start cutting, start cutting their hair at home. Learn how to cut hair at home. Do stuff. If you got nails, learn how to do your own nails. Save more. Invest. Here's the thing, a word of wisdom for DUI. Invest. Invest in the stock market. What is the best stock? What is, what is, people always ask me, what's the best app to use? People like Robinhood. Robinhood's a good app. Use that. Oh, uh, what's uh, what's another? Well, Robinhood. Do you use that, Professor? No, I don't. Um, the best app I like is Acorn. Acorn's a really good app. The reason why? Because with Acorn, you can it'll take fractions of your shares and round it up, and it'll use that to um, invest in. Invest in Acorn. Really good app. All you do is link it to your bank account. Every time you make a purchase, it rounds up your money, and then it just invests for you. Trust me, that one I use. I use Acorn. Another app that I use, some people like E-Trade. I don't use that one. It's a good app. Uh, I, have, I have nothing but good things about Acorn, good things about E-Trade. But the one that I use, I use Webull. And I also use SoFi. Those are the two apps that I use. And they're really good for, for my stocks. I have, some, I have a few. I have a little bit of stocks. I'm not Big Daddy, Warbucks, Rich stocks. I only buy a handful, a couple here, a couple there. I have extra money. I'll invest it in stock. Instead of going to McDonald's, I'll buy me a stock. I'll put like 100 bucks in there, and I'll throw, I'll throw 100 one time, 50 one time. Got like, got like $200, I go buy me a couple bunch of stocks. That's what I'm talking about that you need to do. Start thinking for the future. You got to start thinking ahead. Don't think about today. Think about ahead. Another good thing I want to tell you, Look online. There's a lot of apps online. There's a lot of good apps that'll that'll really help you. Another good app that I found out I'm not they're not recommending them or anything. It's called America's Best Videos and Picks. That's a good app. 
if you're an adult. It's an, it's an app for an adult. The reason why I say get that, download it and use it. Here's what it does. America's Picks and Videos, guess what it does? It actually will, you would actually, you can actually make money. Not a lot of money. All you do is watching adult memes and stuff. And guess what happens? The more you watch them, you get, you get coins. Take those coins, you can redeem them for a raffle. And take that raffle, and you can use that raffle to, to do things like that. Use that raffle to, um, use those, buy some raffle tickets. You might get a $10, $5 e-gift card to Amazon or, um, e-gift card to Uber Eats or whatever. Do stuff like that. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Find other ways of making some extra money for yourself. All right. I'm just trying to help you out, better yourself, things that you need to do. That's stuff that you got to do. Hey, this is the news and review. Just wanted to put that out there. Y'all got to, you got to be out there and protect yourself. Hey, also remember the U.S., one other thing before I go, the U.S. military, U.S. military, which is the United States Navy and the United States Navy, Air Force, Army and Marines are out there, are out there fighting with the, um, with the, with the, um, rebels over in Iran with the Houthis and stuff like that. They're out there fighting because right now, President Joseph R. Biden said, you mess with, you you hurt one of our family members, hurt one of my family members, we're coming after you. He's talking about the American soldiers, airmen, sailors, and Marines. Okay? All right. Talk to you later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of AUI. I got your six. If you found inspiration in today's stories, don't forget to subscribe, share, and stay connected. Until next time, this is J.R. Bell signing off. Remember, your six is covered.